Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to our episode. This is episode 15. I know it's so lame that we, like, I don't know. I like keeping things in track. Yeah. Our episode today is called Love Lockdown. Because <laughs> we're all locked down, and hopefully we're in love, or we love ourselves, or we love our family. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah I'm I'm doing good we're still alive here in my house so um all is (laughs) good (laughs) I find things are easier um like our house is fairly small so um we now that like our backyard is now that it's accessible since the weather is nicer um it's like another room for us so that's where we go hang out and like it's just like another hanging hanging out spot so that's really helped mm-hmm. us um having the weather nicer and going for better walks and longer walks and yeah how are you doing Quay? um I'm doing good um uh, I agree with you about having the different spaces to hang out like mm-hmm. me and my dad in the beginning when we had really good weather a couple weeks ago we put a lot of time outside and like cleaning up our decks because we have a front porch and a side porch Mm-hmm. So now we had a lot. Of, we put a lot of time cleaning that up, and now we have like three places to hang out. So it's really good. Um, my brother actually, he just went smelting this weekend. So him and his friends are outside right now. They're um, gutting them and cutting them. So they're cleaning oh, nice. the smelt. Yeah, they're cleaning the smelts. And nutritional fact: the smelts are only a hundred calories per fish, and they're like seventeen grams of protein. Ooh. I it's like worth it. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. I've only so you... went I I've only went once smelt fishing. Oh and yeah. Aren't they like just like really crunchy, like little crunchy fish? I mean, yeah, they're pretty crunchy because like they're so tiny when you fry them. Yeah. But if you wonder why our people were like lean, mean, buff machines, it's because they were <laughs> eating <laughs> they were eating fifteen grams of protein per tiny smelt. So yeah. if you want to be a lean, mean tanned bronzed god or goddess (laughs) (laughs) then you better start eating your smelts or protein (laughs) um but aside from that like life on the res is fine um lately i've been getting lost in youtube i've been watching a lot of like rent not renos but where they like redecorate their rooms oh Um, yeah I like watching people unpack. You know how, like, kids watching kids unpack gifts? Like, Christmas yeah. presents or whatever? I've been, like, watching people unpack, like, H&M home decor. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I want to... So, H&M has got home decor? I, like, totally forgot. Yes. I know, I know. And they're really good. So, they're very chic stuff. Um, I haven't ordered anything yet, though, but I'll tell you if I do. I did order, did I mention on this podcast, I ordered a bed. I had to order a bed because I was living, I'm living at my dad's now and I was living on an air, <laughs> back on the air mattress. 
yeah I moved up um but yeah let's get into it being locked down yes um I think like what's stemming lockdown is just a lot of communities have been on lockdown for so long and my community has been on lockdown like announced it a couple days ago and it's yeah. been Skull Bay has the highest number of cases for a First Nation or for oh, a reserve really? have um how many coronavirus almost victims of it wow. so it's been like crazy but how is like how has it been like locked down on your reserve like how many times like when can you leave like what are if you left to Toronto could you not come back no I couldn't come back yeah so my my community our policies are we have the I think I mentioned this before we have the color system up and it was really funny um because well okay so two things it was really funny because my uncle had the blue color system up but like he needed food so my dad like rushed home and called him and was like are you okay he's like yeah yeah I'm okay I just like can't get to town today or whatever and he's like well tell me what kind of food they bring you like I want to know what they're going to bring you (laughs) just like being nosy but the other thing I noticed like with this whole lockdown stuff it's like my dad has been reaching out to his siblings more and more so like Mm -hmm. he'll call them like once a day or like check in on them and stuff and like when my brother came back with his friends with all the smelts he called up his siblings and we're like, hey, guys, like, I have smells. You can come by. Um, I'll, ha- I'll leave a bag or, like, come pull in and, like, I'll leave a bag on the porch so you can come and we'll wave at each other. So Aww, that's nice. How many siblings does your dad have? My dad is the oldest of eight. So he's, like, the first of eight. What? Yeah. I think, I think no. I was going to say my dad's the first of so many, but um, I always forget how many there are. I think there's eight of them, but he's the second oldest. Oh, yeah. So, he was, so he's close to the top. Close to the top, like mine. But, yeah, I noticed that, like, this lockdown is forcing. Normally, they'd be whatever and, like, still connect. But, like, he's, it's forcing him to, like, call them and hang out. Not hang out, but, like, you know, check on them. That's been a positive thing. Other I think, than that, like, I think too, in, like, serious times, it really, like, people, like, show their true colors. Like, mm-hmm. like, right like you really care for someone during times like this you'll check on them to make sure they're okay because you love them like that's like my brother he doesn't really come around a whole lot um yeah but my mom like she's been in the hospital a couple of times one with gallbladder and then another time like having and my there would be like first let's for work he'd like jump on the bus and he'll go like spend time with her in the morning to work mm-hmm. and it's like whoa I wasn't even doing that. Like, I'd be, like, going at different times, but we're, like, that's, like, that's, like, some sort of... Yeah. So Um, he always surprises us then. That's good. I like that. And then um, I actually, this week, I, like, literally forgot we were on lockdown. Like, I was driving to town to go pick up um, groceries and stuff and to go to shoppers for my dad. Just, I don't know, he could have went, but I went. Um, and my community is very active. Like everyone walks on the highway, or like a lot of our young people run. 
So like it's it's normal to see people out walking mm-hmm. and like jogging and riding their bikes. So when I was leaving, I like everybody was waving and stuff and I like then I got to the <laughs> checkpoint and I was like, Oh yeah, like lockdown. Oh so my god. Of, it was kind of it's it's kind of really nice to be here in my community and I'm so lucky that like I'm so lucky that I have my family here and like the I was I had the ability to fly home when I did because yeah. if I waited a little bit longer like I wouldn't have been allowed in. So Quay, I guess my question is if um if your partner originally came to Garden River with you um you were only supposed to go for a couple weeks and then this whole lockdown happened, would he be in lockdown with the community and you there or would he have to leave because he's a non-member and go back to Toronto? So if my partner had come home when I did, um, he would have been allowed in, but there would have had to been like, not a community meeting, but we would have had to like do an inventory of like who was all within the community because Mm -hmm. Um, we went on lockdown, but people were like, what about me? What about like, I live on the reserve, but I'm from town or I'm from, ta- I, I'm from the community, but I live in town. And I need to come home. And like, I have all these like per- personal support workers and like old elders were saying like that stuff. And there were yeah. certain circumstances where like people were admitted and could stay. Um, so I think if my partner had come home with me at the time when I came home, he would have been allowed to stay, but mm-hmm he had to stay he had to stay and like keep working until well he's still working now but until he was laid off and then now he's he's really lucky where he can continue to work yeah um but it's also funny at the checkpoint when I come in like I assume not I I don't assume everyone knows who I am but I'm like some guy I don't even know who he was so I like pulled in he's like hey and I'm like hey and we just sat there and looked at each other he's like what's your name and I was like, oh, yeah, because <laughs> before every time I went through, they're like, oh, yeah, like, it's just like Gary's daughter or like, I know who this is. And they would like let me through. So I just yeah. like stood there, like sat there and looked at him and he looked at me and I was like, oh, yeah, like you you don't know who I am. And uh-huh. then now that I'm now that I'm driving around on my dad's truck, a lot of like the older people in the community will like will stop and wave. And then I'm, like, looking at them, like, I, I don't know who you are. Or, like, I forget their names. And then they're, like, oh, and I start laughing because it's not my dad. And then, then they rolled on there and they're, like, hey, you're back. How are you? And, like, it's really it's really nice to be home again uh, right now. Yeah. I know. when Because when we were in Thunder Bay, when this was all blowing up for the first time, yeah, my mom was and was, like, you should go home now. And my flight, like, because I was staying a, a week after our conference, there's family, and she's like, you should go home now. Like, what happens if, like, your flights are canceled? And I'm like, ma, it's fine. Like, I'm going to go home when I go home. And because flight, all, like, all the whole airline the day after I flew home. But oh, I yeah. remember thinking, I was like, oh, you know, like, I might as well just stay up here. Like, I got pretty much, I got, like, everything I need. And, like, mm-hmm. not thinking, like, Benny. Like, I'm like, well, if he came up, then I'd have everything. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, I, like, wasn't, like, thinking of him at first. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I have. But I think it's more, like, 
like you're so well situated there like in your home and mm-hmm. like when I go up to Thunder Bay I'm kind of like like in limbo like that's why we have a house up there and like we might at one point where yeah. we can have like our own space and feel more comfortable like when I stay at my mom sleeping in the living room and I have her room or when I'm at my sister's I'm like in like their tv room it's just it's a bit of a different thing but like yeah, I'm so glad sure. to be in my own space um I do but, yeah. like miss my own space like I do miss it that's um, true because, like I've decorated everything I like everything was the way I liked everything's the way I wanted and it's not a big deal because here I am I'm in garden and like it's our family home but like you were saying, it's really nice because I have my own space here. Like I'm in my old room. My brother who still lives at home is, has his own room. My dad has his own room. We have like a back room where you can work out. We have like a front TV and we have like a laundry room and stuff like that. So we have all these spaces outside. So we have all these places where we can like be mm-hmm. and our own. And that's really nice. But I yeah. do miss my own home. Um, and your home is so cute too. Yeah, I was looking at I was looking at pictures, and remember back in December when me and Nico slept over. Yeah, mystery, and I'm like, it's so cozy in here. So, yeah, I would miss your home too if I if it was my home. Hmm. Um. But now that we're locked down, I'm in a long distance relationship, and you are locked in I'm with locked your husband. In. <laughs> yeah well I mean I was telling Quay like one positive of like long distant relationship well I've been in long distant like actual long distant relationship before and like they've never worked out but the positive of like when I go to Thunder Bay on my own without Benny is that it would be for like a week or two weeks and like we miss each other so much and we're re- realizing like what we need to work on and we're like we'll do anything we miss each other I love you and it's just like it it's good for us to be apart so Quay has been apart what for 48 days yeah as not like you're counting I am counting <laughs> as of today when this podcast airs on Sunday it, it will be 48 days yeah um and it's really hard, not hard, it's really difficult, but, like, when both people want to make it work and, like, understand, it's good. Like, you and Benny were saying and communicating, like, talking and stuff like that. But it's harder when two people have really different love languages, I think. Yeah. Like, love, I've done the love language test, and I've talked through the love language test with my partner, and I'm very words of affirmation, like, physical touch. And he's very, like, quality time. He's very physical touch, too. So, like, when we're together, the physical touch and the qual- and are- is met. And then the quality time's like, oh, yeah. And then I'm, I'm ta- we're talking in the quality time. So, like, we're, we're good. Yeah. But now that we're apart and we've been apart for 48 days, <laughs> like, we have really tried to communicate openly and honestly and mm-hmm. it's been challenging because I have a hard time communicating even though it's my my love language is words of affirmation um but it's really good because he's so not patient but he's so open that any of like mm-hmm. my honest feelings he hears and he understands and he gets 
Um, so it was very, un- is it understanding, compassionate? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that of him. Mm-hmm. He is. He's totally yeah. a compassionate guy. So he hears me out. We talk it through. And then we do things like, so if you're in a long distance relationship, not any of our listeners, I have some tips for you. Um, definitely <laughs> talk about your love languages. And if you don't know what they are, um, you can just Google them and do like a little test. Um, we'll we'll talk about them. It'll be so fun to like find out everyone's love languages that we okay, yeah. connect. Let us know. We, we talked about it before too, but we're talking about it again because they're really important to the way you communicate effectively with your partner. Um, we also have been doing Netflix parties. So we're both very into like documentary or docu-series. Um, so we watch those together. And, Wait. Yes. Can I chime in? Okay. So yeah. you've also, you did your love languages, but you should do your um, like horoscopes. Oh, okay. and horoscopes We do. Are yeah. you compatible? Okay, good. Okay, we're, we're the perfect... Com- okay, let me finish my tips and then I'll go into the horoscopes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> watch a show together so you feel connected. And then also, eat the same food. So, if you're going to have a sushi night, both of you guys get sushi and eat it. Or like, me and my partner, we love popcorn. So, we both are like, okay, hey, making popcorn. Okay, going to sit down to eat. Okay, let's start the show. Like, that kind of thing. So, it felt like we were doing something together. But <laughs> now to the horoscopes, I'm an Aries and my partner's a Sagittarius. And apparently those are like one of the really good best mixes. And then if you know when you're born, you can also do a thing where you find out like, excuse me, I burped, you're like moon rising or something and like get really deep into it. So we did that one day and we both have the same um ways of showing love we're both cancers so the both the way that we both give and show love or something like that wait you and your partner are both cancers yeah so you have like your sun sign which is like Aries oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah and Sagittarius and then you have your moon rising or something I probably ha- I'm saying it all wrong but we're both cancers in the way that we love so um I'm I'm really grateful for that because I think we're both very passionate and like intense in the way that we love each other. Um, so it's been good, but we match up that way too. What about you and Benny? Like you're locked in with him. What are some tips you can well, give? Well, okay. So a funny story um, anyway about this compatibility. So I always get mixed up with what um, my sign is if I'm either because um, – Wait, isn't Lisa like very like sun sign? So, like your sister's very into that. Virgo. Wait, no. See, I might even be mixing it up. <laughs> I'm thinking Libra. Libra. Let me see. Yeah. See, I always get mixed up. So, um, Virgo is the beginning of the of September. And Libra is the end of it. And I'm a Libra because I'm September 27th. So I always get mixed up. And, and I was looking at the this love compatibility with one of my exes. And put in Virgo and, and whatever. And it was like super compatible. And I was like, 
was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we are. And then it was <laughs> then it was like, oh, Virgo, Virgo is so like creative and like all this. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I can be creative. I must be creative. <laughs> I'm like not like I'm creative in different ways, but I like creativity for like or art like I'm not that so it was so funny and then I'm like probably like a, I'm like wait I'm actually a Libra and like look at the compatibility <laughs> and it was so wrong it was like no these two don't work and whatnot so um back to me and Ben on lockdown um wait what's Benny what's his sign he's cancer oh and so do you guys match um well it's funny because I just looked up Virgo and cancer compatibility and I was like, wow this makes like total sense and I'm like <laughs> crap I'm not even a Virgo so I have to look it back um um is cancer and Libra a good match as two cardinal signs cancer and Libra go after what they want in very different ways Cancer feels out new people emotionally, and they may not sense a safe harbor with airy Libra. The vivacious and our charming Libra comes alive with an admirer. Cancer in love feels easily rejected and goes into retreat mode. Oh, well, <laughs> Ben and I are very like different people. Like I'm very, like Ben is very emotional, mm-hmm. where I'm more like, like your part, well, like you and your partner, I'm very like quality time and um like give like give um, like a flower picked on like the our front lawn just the thought that he thought of me to like get something and present it to me like means the world so um and that's what he did with like at the that with me for how many like all the gifts he'd like get me yeah. in the beginning like he gave me those sandals and like um surprised me with a promise ring and I was like oh my god so um but anyways like to be with a partner like during this time has definitely been difficult but I've like one word of advice for like anyone with a partner and you just want to like you're just so angry with them or it's okay like even though you live in the same house it's okay to spend them apart like to be like in different rooms or enjoy your you don't have to feel like every evening every night you have to spend with them so sometimes I'm upstairs watching my own show and he's downstairs like watching his own show like that's it's like peaceful to me sometimes to just be on my own Mm -hmm. so that's that's my tip um with being at home with him but I also like the quality time too, just because we have Nico. So it just makes it easier if we're all together. Oh, and he's yelling for me. And he's what? Okay. I heard him yelling for me. Oh. Okay. So. So what? Okay. I have a question for you, though, since we're talking about our partners and our signs. What has been your worst experience with partner signs? Like, I can, for example, I can tell you, I know that Aries is a fire sign, and I think Sagittarius is a fire sign, too. To get, so, together, me and my partner just like erupt, like in flames. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, like, we, we can, like, we play off each other. Like, when we're together, we're super loud, we're super funny. But I have had partners 
who are not fire signs are like there was I had a partner who was like a Taurus and that's like an earth sign I think and they're like another ram and like it was the worst relationship ever what what signs do you remember if you do that were like the worst well, I don't know because I'm not like that big into signs, so I don't <laughs> even know what my like past ones were. Oh yeah, true. Because you you kept thinking you were a Libra. Yeah, <laughs> I was probably with the wrong guys, and then they're like, "Oh, I'm I know I'm a v- I'm a Virgo. Oh, we work out so well. This is, like it's gonna work, and really like it does never work." <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, well, now that I'm older, I can say, like, I hate Taurus men. (laughs) It's it's funny, though, because, so, Ben's mom is the same sign as me. She's a Virgo, too. Mm -hmm. And Ben and his dad are both Cancers. And I'm like, wow, like, to kind of look up to them as a couple. And, like, she's so easygoing. And sometimes, like, Ben is very, like like hard-headed and same with his dad and I'm like well like they've made it work and like maybe it's the balance of me just being easy going well I find I'm not like easy going all the time mm-hmm. like I I stress a lot but when it comes to like just a relationship I'm like it's easy like that's what it should be but I get stressed about like real life things of like bills and whatnot but yeah Okay, so I just looked at my parents. My mom was a Capricorn. Um, they rarely falter in the face of adversity. That's so my mother. They work tirelessly to overcome any challenge and obstacles that are confronted with. That's totally my mom. Intuitive, idealistic, enthusiastic, open, interesting, smart, and practical. She was very open. Like I told you about the times when she told me about, like, hitting puberty and she's like you might like girls you might like guys and I was like how am I gonna know I remember asking her her, how am I gonna know if I like girls and she's like don't worry you don't and I was like what how do I know (laughs) she's like you're obsessed with Nick Carter like but I would like cry if it was my older brother's turn to watch tv or have the tv because I couldn't watch my Backstreet Boy cassette tape or listen to the VH (laughs) oh my god I would cry because I couldn't look at boys so my dad, he's a Gemini. Same with my older brother. They're both Geminis. And they're no stranger to being called talkative. My dad's so talkative. And my older brother... He is. He, my older brother is so not. Unless he's around the right people. But my dad is like, can talk to anybody. Um, constantly striving to understand the world. Yeah, it's my dad. He reads a lot too. Their interests are oh, wide wow. and varied. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gemini is my dad. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't even look at their combat- compatibility. Um, they're most compatible with Aries, like me, Libra. Um, what are you again, Grace? You keep telling me, I keep forgetting. <laughs> like myself. <laughs> I'm a Libra. <laughs> Okay, okay, my dad. That's why we get along with my dad. Are you get along with my dad? Because we're the highest compatible with him. Aww. Um, Your dad is awesome. He's so funny. 
And then, I don't know, they didn't really have negative compatibility with Capricorn, so that's why they were so good together. But for my mom, then she was most compatible with a Taurus, Virgo, or Scorpio, and least compatible with an Aries and Libra. <laughs> I mean, me and her, <laughs> me and her got in a lot of fights when I was growing up because I would always like test my boundaries. But I thought we were pretty compatible. She was like one of my best friends. No. <laughs> yeah. So if any of you listeners want us to Google your compatibility, just DM, DM us and we'll we'll do a deep dive into your your sign. And- I know. This was like this was a fun episode just to talk about like because I'm not like super into them, but then when I read them I'm like, oh, this is super cool. I love all the little memes that are for your zodiac signs because all of the Aries ones are like so me. And they're so funny. It's like fierce, but the softest person in the room, like, will cry when somebody (laughs) yells at you. (laughs) Aggressive. (laughs) Um, Internal struggle or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. If you like attack one of my friends, I'll attack you. But like, if you yell at me loudly, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Same way. Mm-hmm. Except I'm not as aggressive as you. Like, I admire that. You're so strong, but you're so, like, emotional, too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm just, like, I'm not very aggressive. And sometimes I just, like, wish I was that I can, like, stand up for myself. Like, you know, like, to... Yeah. Like, I stand up to myself, like, to bend. But, like, I don't know. If someone was arguing me arguing with me like in the streets I'd just like run away and cry (laughs) (laughs) but like you would I admire that not admire that you run away and cry but admire that you're so in control of your emotions and your the surroundings because like if someone was to get mad at you in the streets you'd be like this isn't worth it like bye I have been all about yeah like my energy I'm like why would I waste my energy on like this person or even saying these words out my mouth then uh-huh. I'll just, like go somewhere else and put my energy into like I'm just all about like where my energy is going <laughs> and I love that about you like I want to be able to control my emotions and like that kind of thing and like realize I think you're so mindful of things you're like that's why you're like it's not worth it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well guys I know it's like to the end of our our love lockdown so, episode. I'm so excited because they coming up like plans. So we'll um we'll announce some plans when they become concrete. Mm-hmm. But um we're excited and we hope everyone it's um I think it's it's a hard time, but we're we're getting through and realizing really what matters and yeah. what's important in our lives, and like going to the stores or the malls, you know, not that. I think I'm gonna be like a totally different person when I come out of this. I hope I hope I'm a totally better, not better, enhanced like way 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Stay safe. Yeah. 
stay safe. See you next week. Bye. So your podcast, Andes, know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast entities love you.